listen, I am literally advocating for a Dr. Sebi Wellness Day. Ah. And I want so many to join with me. And here's why. Because that basic information of how not to just live to survive, but eat to heal is very important. And I don't think we know and have all the tools. And I don't know if we talk about them enough. I appreciate Nipsey Hussle. Yeah. I appreciate uh, Kanye West mentioning my dad. I appreciate Eddie Murphy. I could go on because there must be something to it if we're adding him into the culture. Yes. There must be something about what he was teaching that was just not for his kids, but for but for all of us. This man went to court for what? But I see that he's mentioned in a lot of different music and I, I rock with it. I appreciate them. But what are we doing? Yes. Which I appreciate it. But what are we doing to change our communities? Welcome to Body Sculpt of New York, six weeks to fitness podcast where we hope to inform, motivate, encourage, and inspire you to live a healthier lifestyle. And now, here's your host, the president of Body Sculpt of New York, Vince Ferguson. Started. Welcome to Six Weeks of Fitness, episode 215. Thank you so much for joining me today. My next guest is Kelly Bowman, daughter of the late, great, internationally known Dr. Sebi. She is the owner of Sebi's Daughters, LLC, a celebrity registered nurse, and a passionate advocate for holistic health. And I am truly pleased. I'm happy to have Kelly Bowman on my Six Weeks of Fitness podcast. Kelly, how are you today? I'm doing well. It's so good to be here with you. Thank you so much. I'm so, I'm so thankful that you are taking the time away from your busy schedule to share information about what you're doing and also about your, your father. But before we talk about your father and the contributions that he's made to the world, tell my listeners and my audience about you, Kelly. What was your childhood like? And what did you, how, was it, how was it growing up with a celebrity father like that? Well, I think when you're a child, you don't really look at a celebrity lifestyle of any, uh, any kind when you're being told to clean your room. To uh... <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I never, I never thought that my lifestyle was any different than anybody else's growing up with parents who just love you. And I, I've always found worth in, in my parents. And, you know, I, I was delighted by what my parents taught me. And one of the things that was important was love, yeah. uh, unity and closeness to your family, but also to nature. So mm. that was always my background. And being in the community is something that I knew firsthand because my father walked everywhere. He knew everybody on the block. Him and my my mom never met a stranger. So I think I was raised by two parents who honestly loved just loving life and loving their life with their family was important. And so I'm I'm grateful for that. Hmm. So I don't I don't know if I could actually say that a celebrity lifestyle because I'm telling you, it was pretty rough. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> really? <laughs> okay, okay. But was there a, a special bond between you and your dad? I think so. Uh, you know, I look like him. If uh, you have brother and sisters or or even a child of your own that looks like the parent, it's kind of like a thing. Yeah. And uh, we, we had a lot of um, good talks together. We had a lot of good walks together. Mm-hmm. I don't think he raised us with wasting time. I don't think he had that um as you know uh i don't know as you know just taking life for granted uh he is from a different country 
you know, our family hails from Honduras, Honduras on my yes. father's side. Mm -hmm. And so his thought about life may have been a little different, but they were all still very loving. But we had a great bond in growing up, just getting to know each other. But he never wastes time in talking to me. And I think I'm grateful if I have nothing else to say wonderful about my father. That was one of the things. He never wasted a moment to share knowledge. Hmm. And they say knowledge is power, you know, especially applied knowledge. When you yes. Right? That's yes. beautiful. Now, when I, I first heard about your father, maybe over 10 years ago, a friend of mine by the name of Orbel Douglas, he was, a he was a vegan, and now he's a fruitarian. But he would travel to meet the, to wherever your father was talking and speaking. He had to go and meet up with him and hear what he had to say. And so that opened my eyes to, uh, uh, you know, to what your father was all about, it really did. And he was known by celebrities such as Michael Jackson, Eddie Murphy, Lisa Lafayette Lopez, even um, John Travolta. But what gets me is that Nipsey Hussle was about to do a documentary on him as well before he passed. But that's, that's just speaks to the power of what your father and the impression that he's made on not just the average everyday person, but on those who are considered quote unquote celebrities as well. But as the daughter of Dr. Sebi, do you see yourself carrying out your father's legacy or is that even possible? That's a beautiful question. I believe that as his daughter and in honor and my parents, I wanna do the best to be someone that they raised and to represent my family the best way I know how. Um, I let my kindness lead. Uh, when I decided to open Savi's Daughters when he died, that was a testament to our relationship, his legacy with his daughter, Kelly. Yes. I can't speak of wanting to be a replica of my father, but I will speak on what he instilled in me. It's never what he gave me. It's what he put in me mm. that has been my founding rock. Yes. Whether it was when I was a teenager growing up as a young girl, we go through so many hormonal changes and my father walked me through that or my first child. He walked me through that and understand it in a natural way up to I get to a point to where we're working in stores, we're meeting different people, uh, celebrities, some community. Yes. yes. And I wanted to give more because there are people in our neighborhoods who require our attention. Celebrities have the ability to be places and see more things than most of us in our neighborhoods. Yeah. I wasn't raised a celebrity. I was just raised a child who had parents who were interested in living the cleanest life possible so that we understood what we were passing down to our kids. So when I got to the point of, um, of watching enough moms and, and young mm -hmm. men come in there, I wanted to understand what they were hearing from their doctors. So I decided to tell Poppy, I said, listen, I'm gonna go to nursing school. I wanna know this other language. I don't know too much and I feel like I'm missing a part. And he goes, okay, <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna stop this to go over there. I said, Poppy, I think this is my tie-in. Yeah. I just wanna know. Yeah. So I think as a child, you wanna, I think what you do is you take how you're molded from your parents and you bring it into your own truth, mm. not forgetting anything, but adding on to what you've been given, uh, given from them. And I always feel like I'm a good compliment of my parents good. and that's what I always want to be. Yes. So if I was to talk to him today, 
would he say you did a good job? I, I would want to say I did the best that I could and I'm hoping that I made you proud. Hmm. And I feel like if when I see him again, I will say that. But Sadie's Daughters, my company is definitely named after my father. I am his daughter. Hmm. And I'll do the best to show the world that this education is still important because it grew me up. But it hit so many communities around the world that we have to listen to reason. Hmm. We've had so many people tell us that the pyramid, that food pyramid of nutrition is necessary, but we never challenged it in a way to make it our own. He was a he was such a pioneer at his time because I think people don't understand the courage that he had, <laughs> the courage behind <laughs> what he did had nothing to do with just the product. It was the courage to heal itself and offer it to us. Oh, my goodness. So it's the yes. courage that I've always known about my father. It was the love for, for self yes. that makes the difference. Hmm. And that love radiates and shines as I watch your interviews, you know, and I really, we get it. We really get it. But do you find it, um, do you find it hard? Because when people meet you and say, well, this is Dr. Sebi's daughter. Do you find it hard to live up to being Dr. Sebi's daughter? I don't have any other parents to compare it to. <laughs> uh, the, uh, uh, that That's the thing. A lot of people see me and go, hey, you're Kelly, right? And I go, yeah. And, you know, much like my father, when they would see him on the streets of Brooklyn, we would go walking down the street. And a lot of people who, you know, rock in the 70s and 80s when they was, you know, when they were when they were born back then. Um, so yeah. they're a little older like me. You You see a different kind of thought about my father. It's like he'll stop on the corner and talk. He'll stop. He will have a whole conversation because we are community people. Yeah. I don't know anything else. This is what I was raised to be. There's no celebrity life. I'm not here to be anything but helpful. This is my ministry. Mm. This is my legacy wow. to be kind, to inform, to be of help to each of us. So mm. uh, living up, I think he would be unimpressed if I tried to be another him. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> he said, be Because that shows no growth. Mm. That would show no growth. And he knew something about his daughter, Kelly. He would call me Kelly Kelly. And he knew something about me that if I got a hold of it, I'm going to make it mine. I'm going to be honest and, and be truthful, but I'm going to turn it up as a woman. So I think um, yes. I, I really appreciate people wanting to know more about me, wanting to know what it is that's important about life at my age and at my journey with Dr. Savy, but also in the journey of life right now and how we're progressing with what we have because COVID has really done us an injustice. Oh, yes, yes, yes. You know, I was reading a, an article from the Gallup um, online, it's a Gallup online newsletter, and it said that obesity and diabetes have both reached record highs and healthy eating is at an all-time low since the pandemic. What is that? That is so true. That is so true. Think about what happened. So many people became stagnated. They yeah. sat at home, low activity. And that crack that we know is sugar overtook so many. Now, the conditions that we were in prior to COVID may not have been something we checked on. We may not have been aware of some things, but COVID has brought out that part of us, those fallacies that we didn't check on in a major way. 
And on top of that, we added in processed foods and low activity. So as we can see, our lives didn't get better. But that's when I started to do most of my talking because I knew that hmm. I would have more clientele not understanding what was going on in, the, in their life as far as health went. Yeah. I think nutrition is very important to understand so that you have a better outcome with your body. But did we understand the nutrition you're taking in has different levels? Did we understand that nutrition takes on totally different kinds of uh, uh, challenges in your body if we don't pay attention? Right. You know, your nutrition is not only just for living longer, but it controls how you think. It controls your sexuality. It controls just your emotions with anxiety and depression. And we've seen such high levels of that in the world today. You know, as a nurse, we see that nine years old is the new pre-diabetic. And um, I think that uh, Michelle Obama did a good job at trying to do this fitness challenge for kids in our neighborhoods. But we as parents and community uh activists we need to keep talking about this because we're at an all-time low for nutrition most definitely but how do we get the word out kelly how do we change the minds of people when it comes listen to i am literally advocating for a dr Savy wellness day ah. and i want so many to join with me and here's why because that basic information of how not to just live to survive but eat to heal is very important and I don't think we know and have all the tools. And I don't know if we talk about them enough. I appreciate Nipsey Hussle. Yeah. I appreciate uh, Kanye West mentioning my dad. I appreciate Eddie Murphy. I could go on because there must be something to it if we're adding him into the culture. Yes. There must be something about what he was teaching that was just not for his kids, but for but for all of us. This man went to court for what? But I see that he's mentioned in a lot of different music and I, I rock with it. I appreciate them. But what are we doing? Yes. Which I appreciate it. But what are we doing to change our communities? Oh, most definitely. That is so profound what you just said. It's, it's not about just talking the talk. But it's like walking the walk. You know what I mean? Yes. And we've got to do it. You know, and you talked about food. And I know that food is medicine. is something your father always espoused. I read another quote, I read a quote from your father and it said, real soul, real soul food is food that enhances the soul. Our central sun, our carbon fruits, vegetables and grains, this is the real soul food. But when I hear about soul food, this is not what I'm hearing. I'm hearing ham hocks and big feet. And <laughs> yeah. Right? So yeah. How, it's hard to fight against that. And then I heard you say, chicken is the devil. <laughs> you said that. Yeah, I said it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when you say that, because, you know, look, we grew up on chicken. I, I do love chicken, okay? Um, are you talking all types of chicken, even if it's grass-fed or, you know? I stand on business when I say chicken is the devil. And I want people to challenge me on that because the inflammatory effects of chicken amazing. is amazing. And that is the one bird that most people want to fight me about, but it's that one bird that has devilishly gotten so infused into the black culture and other cultures and fried chicken will kill you. Mm, mm, and yeah. inflammatory meat will kill you. Have you ever called the companies to see how they're manufacturing this bird you love so much? You're not growing it. You're right. not massaging the nutrition in it. 
but you're taking it in at record amounts. And the hormonal changes that come from it is amazing. It's mm. just hard. And so when I work with different people, whether it's in the music, TV, or film industry, that's the first thing I take away because I need clarity to talk to them. I yes. need that inflammation to take a back seat because I need to show you what true eating is. And even if you don't follow it every day, at least I've educated you on eating to live. Mm. Now, now, what you do with it is totally up to you, but I still feel like there's a lane for knowing. Most definitely. But what do you, how do you um, convince someone who's been living that way all their lives? Listen, far be it for me to convince anybody, your truth is your truth. Mm -hmm. Because how much we see of ourselves is important. How much do you mean to you? How much do you love you? Yes. Are you scared of these truths because you may have to change? Change is inevitable. So when people are not ready for that change, I understand you're not ready to live, but you will die by default. I mm. can guarantee that as a nurse, as a natural uh, coach, you can call me what you want as your, as your friend and, and you're meeting me in the grocery store. You will die by default if you do not pay attention. It is hard to see for someone in the medical field, someone die of a cancer because they weren't checking on their bodies or they had a lifestyle of alcohol, uh, processed foods, you know, sugars, mucus forming foods when we could have done something. Okay. So what do I do? I share my truth hmm. and let them know I love your body for you. Hmm. I'm fighting for you because you don't know yet that it's going to be necessary soon. Yeah. Growing older is now a privilege. Huh. Good point. Wow. Wow. Not everyone gets to do that. No. no. Oh, gee. Growing older is a privilege. It's not a right anymore. It's no. not a given. Mm -hmm. That is something to say. That is something to say. Because I'm hearing about people in their 40s and 50s dropping dead of heart attacks. Yes. That's what we're seeing today. Cardiovascular issues yes. are at an all-time high. So I don't think a lot of people know. I still check in with my nursing friends who are on the front line since COVID and what's going on post-COVID. And it's still here, it's, but of the, of the really hard uh, challenges that happened in the beginning, people are left with bodies that have been riddled with different things. So, and we're looking at, we didn't take care of our bodies prior to COVID. We did an injustice during, when do we start paying attention? So my goal is to continue to talk about this within my platform at Save These Daughters. I'm always looking to open up people's minds. And if I got to open up your gut first for you to hear me, mm. then that's what I'm going to keep doing because we don't have a lot of time. I live with the thought that I would like to not see this continue in this way. If we can just impress upon what we feel about Dr. Sabi or an alkaline way of eating, maybe there would be one or two who could take the baton and move it on. I'd like to see a Dr. Sabi in some way form in every neighborhood, on every hmm. street. Hmm. We need to know that nature rules. Yes, yes. Now, that sounds to me like you're talking about on a grassroots level, getting the word out about Dr. Sabi, right? Yes, Dr. Sabi Wellness Days is a very important to me because he's touched a lot of people. A lot of people have started a CMOS movement when he died that it has made them multimillionaires. Huh, who, really? But who was, this, who was the architect of this CMOS movement? Dr. Dr. Sabi, <laughs> yes, he talked about, many talks about Dr. Bala CMOS. And speaking of which, let's 
let's talk about food again, because he talked about alkaline and he talked about mm. oxygen, the importance of oxygen in your in your cells. Is that basically what alkal eating alkaline food is all about? Putting more oxygen into your into your, your blood, into your cell, correct? Oxygen and minerals. That's how you survive. Think about this, and this is pretty simple, and I like to keep it simple. When you go to the doctor, you come in through emergency and you're having trouble breathing and, and you're, you're sitting there, what's the first thing they do? They give you oxygen and then they give you an IV. Mm -hmm. Why is that? Because <laughs> your body requires what? Oxygen. So in your food systems, guess what you must do every day in order to stay mm. above death? <laughs> yes, yes. Stay above, you have got to have these things in part to make your body balanced, to have that balance in your body. There's no other way. Hmm. We can try, but try is not good enough. We need to know our pure sources of food. And that's why on SaveThesDaughters.com, we have the alkaline food list. Right. Even if you don't eat these every hour of the day, at least you know they exist, that there are foods that live above that uh, area of acidity to, uh, to complement your body. I feel like if you can rock a beautiful car you can wear beautiful clothes. Your inside fly has got to match. Oh, it's got sure. to be important. Yes. Hey, so I went to this concert and I see this woman. She has on a beautiful outfit that I know I've seen the outfit on a magazine. I know it has to cost more than $3,000. And she put this cheap piece of chicken in her mouth because that's what they were serving in line. Mm. And mm. my light bulb went off. It's just like, I want people to understand your outside is important but it comes from what you are inside mm, yes and your inside is just as important but they don't see the inside yeah so my goal is to bring that forward wow. to be yeah that that's that's my goal yeah. i'll be 52 soon and really? i love my beautiful, age beautiful. and i love that <laughs> i'm gonna keep sharing this information because i i see young girls and they see me in the gym and we're, you know, we're in there together and we're working it out, right? Yes. So how old are you? And I tell them and they say, oh, my mom would never think about coming in here or wow. whatever they have. And I, and I listen to that and I go, we've lost this somewhere. We've lost the ability to love ourselves somewhere. Yes. And I want to keep hugging people through, say, these daughters to, and, and educating them to the point of understanding there is something for you out there. Most definitely. And I believe young girls need, you know, young women, women, role models that they can look up to. It is so important, especially today, you know, right? Yes. Especially today. I think you agree too. I'm looking at your physique and I don't know how old you are, but I know you're interested in yourself. Oh, most And definitely. I love people that love themselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. You know, it's so important because this is the only... You know, this is the only car I get for the rest of my life. I mean, this is what I'm driving for until I, I leave here. So I believe, like, now I'm in my 60s. And I tell people, look, you got to take care of yourself. You know, what, what you put in your body is what you're going to get out. Right? Yeah. And it's so important. And you live, like you said, you live your truth. And it is all truth. But somehow we were lied to down the way, down the road. And let me, there's another quote I want to um, go over here. And it, and it was by your father. So, you know, I, I was looking at some of these quotes and it amazed me because he was so profound in what he, in what he was saying. It's amazing. And what he said, 
He said, a society that keeps cures a secret so they can continue to sell medication for huge profits is not a real society, but a mental asylum. It was like, oh my God, he's right. So then, just the other day, I, I know you're familiar with the so-called weight loss drugs, Ozempic and Mokovi, right? Yes. I understand these drugs have become the drugs of choice by Oprah and the Hollywood elite. Now, according to a recent magazine and a recent article in Forbes magazine, in the mm -hmm. third quarter of this year alone, these drugs have, have raked in $4.8 billion. In the third quarter of this year alone, people would rather take a pill, okay, than to change their lifestyle. What do you think about that? It saddens me, but I know it exists. Yes. And that, that makes me even more interested in sharing the knowledge of how to keep yourself from being controlled or letting someone else, you know, think for you. Yeah. And I, I understand that method altogether because working in the medical field, you see a lot of that kind of activity, but over time, uh, and, and when we first look at doctors, remember, they were just for birthing children and, and animals and, you know, you know, yeah. here and there. And we've come all the way down to where we have millions of different diseases that we're facing. How do we get there? How do we get there? So how do we get all the way from, you know, diabetes, all the way, type two, all the way down to a Zimbic? When, when did this become a, a convenient? Your life is not to be taking chances. You're yeah. alive. You only have one. Oh yeah. Last I checked, you get one, right? Yeah. So you can you can go and eat how you want and take that Ozempic, but I'm telling you, it will be a violation to your body, and you will pay. You either pay on the front end or on the back end, but you will pay. So the goal is always to educate, to let you know, to let people know. I understand the method of making money, yes. but I need to know the understanding of me. I yes. need to understand that we are we are advocating for our own bodies. Yes. And we should have a say in that. My yes. body, my choice. Yes. But, but here's the caveat. You got to know your choices. So my goal is always to be, to, to always hopefully incite, to encourage, to be supportive of our communities. We all need help. Yes. And I don't believe we'll find it in appeal. No, we won't. You know, we won't. And speaking of Bukovi and uh, Ozempic, there has not been any long-term clinical trials to say what's going to happen five years from now. True. And you True. have to stay on that pill. You know, if you don't, you revert back to how you were before. It makes no right. sense. But people want the short-term <laughs> gratification, right? And it makes no sense. But now we have to show people, like what you're doing, showing them that there is a better way, you know? A plant-based diet is what you are an advocate of. Correct? Yes. <laughs> Speak to yes. why a plant-based diet is the best diet, in your opinion. Well, as we can see, there's been many studies that it helps to heal the world. It helps the climate. It helps hmm. your body. It helps your family. Hmm. It changes what goes on in your oceans. It's just so important that we look at what is our real food. I mean, I'm literally talking about something that exists for all of us that just is for everyone. That's yeah. your original food. We've gotten so far uh, 
away from organic to GMO. We used to back in the day, just have vegetables and fruits. When did this become a war? Why are we not paying attention? So when it comes to a plant-based way, it's to get your body in a condition to balance itself. This yeah. is why I fight for it. Because <laughs> there's something you want out of your life, but you can't quite see that journey. You can't quite see that road. So the goal is to help clear out some of that stuff and help you see that there is a road for you. Yes. But you got to pay attention. I know that it's hard, but it's beneficial. I'm telling you, growing up with my father, I knew that some of the stuff that he said, I probably would never remember when I was younger. But as I got older, it started to unfold in front of me. And I'm glad I had something to revert, revert back to because it was inculcated into my heart. So here's the goal. If we can keep talking about it little by little, hopefully it's seeping in and planting seeds in our uh, gener those younger generations, because this is who's going to take care of us. Right. Oh, yeah, most definitely. <laughs> so we want so them. a plant-based diet is always important because it's a way of life to eat, to heal. Yes. It's a way to get that information that helps give you that clarity to where you want to go. Because a lot of us get stuck in right now with mental illness and, and mm. um, hospitals that don't give the same service. Yes. As even when you go in there in an emergency, we don't get all the same services. Yeah. in our community so if we can take a hold of things like this we may have a better understanding of ourselves and where we're going in the future because i can guarantee you if we don't we're lost this is just going to get worse oh it won't get better no <laughs> it won't no. get better what no, do you feel what do you feel about fasting and how important is that for your body fasting is like a beautiful recharge it it requires, your body doesn't require you. It's letting you know it can recharge itself. And I love fasting. I learned it at a young age. Oh. And the older I get, I find it to be so important. I remember when my father would fast for some days and, you know, I'd see him, he'd go to the garden more. He'd take more walks. It was like he was replacing that food with a whole lifestyle of what was important to him. Oh. And uh, so I decided, I remember I was about 12 years old. I'm like, I'm going to try it. Yeah. And I remember that that first two days was hard as I don't know what, but the clarity that you get in the recharging and the cellular growth and the cellular turnover happens during this time. You can literally get rid of disease with fasting, but mm. your body needs a rest from you. It needs to. And, and the reason why is because we've inundated it with so many different things. We never give it time to heal. Yeah. Acidic levels are high. Mucus levels are high. We are not doing what we need to let our body regenerate. When you plug in your phone, do you go get on it again? No, to get a full charge, you leave it alone. You leave it alone, let it charge. Isn't that You leave it alone. There's no interruption. Your body requires the same. It's just not sleep that you require. It's right. a time of recharging. So I absolutely love it. But I tell a lot of people, you know, please go check on your health before you do it. See your baseline before you do it because you want to be healthy doing it. Right. Uh, but I do, I, I definitely, I'm a big advocate of hmm. fasting. Wow. That yeah. is <laughs> <It's> a, very, <laughs> a very powerful tool, as they say. You know? Yes. Very powerful. Now I now I was I came from the bodybuilding world when basically it was like eat five, six meals a day. Then I realized that's the worst thing you can do to your body. You're constantly feeding it. You're not giving it time to digest or even to do what it needs to do. 
So that was the worst advice, but I was spewing that out to other my, my clients as well back in the day, you know? So the best thing you can do is give your body time to rest and fast. Yes. If you fast, you'll last, as they say, right? It's a beautiful thing. It's it's <laughs> such a beautiful compliment. And that's another thing that, and we're talking about loving the body. Yes. Because how much do you love yourself? If you're feeding it something that is poisonous, are we really paying attention to that? You know, I, I really think that if we can, I, I want to arm people uh, with the ability, don't buy yourself any more clothes for the rest of the month. Invest in your body. Change hmm. that money over and invest inside of your body. Hmm. Because that's what matters. I know a lot of people who invest their money in different ways, but did you turn that around and invest it in here? Because it's very expensive to go to the hospital if you don't have insurance. But yeah. if you take that same money that you would use to buy something on the exterior and turn it inward, what would happen if well, you put that phone down <laughs> and check out what life's all about just for a week? What would you find out about yourself? So life is a funny thing. When you start to love yourself, you find so much worth. And mm. that's what I want. I want to see more people love themselves. We're too far outside of ourselves. And I, I need to see that because there's a big problem with with trying to impress other people than really impress ourselves with what we've done. Yes. And I and that's what, you know, as far as what I do at Save These Daughters, I think that's the biggest thing I told I've taken away, excuse me, from yeah. um my father is learning how to love myself and love others. Hmm. So my consultations that I do with different clients is about that first because I have to get into the mind before the body responds. That's with everybody. Right. So if you will allow me that time to teach and to exchange and encourage, then we'll, we'll have a start because the mind is the powerful thing. Most the body will follow. Yes. But I find that people who are living, a, a, eating a plant-based diet are really mindful and they fast quite a bit. They seem to be more in tune with their spiritual self. Yes. I, I love it. So I, I think, you know, I've never lived with fear. I think, uh, and I say that because my father didn't fear life. He took it and my mother didn't either. She loved life. Wow. And I've always thought that was so important to me. And my, I did not realize that my diet through growing up makes me the woman and who I am today. Wow. That I can sit before you and speak my truth. I don't have that insecurity. I live the life that I, I've learned over time and I'm patient with myself. Nature teaches you patience as well. Hmm. And so for me, I believe that this is the way that I know that I'd like to share yes. because it grew me up hmm. and uh, I appreciate that. So nature took care of me and my, my family and I would love other fam families to learn that just like you teach them body sculpting. That is so important as a family. We yes. need to have more conversations as family of what matters. When you go into the grocery store, you ever see that baby cart, that baby cart, you see an adult cart and a child cart. Yes. Why do they have that cart? They want you to teach your children about nutrition. Ah. We have to learn that. We have to teach them because that's going to tell who they are in life. That will help some of the things in navigating some of these things that's going on. We cannot yeah. control a lot what goes on here in this world. There's some ugly things, but we can control how we feel about it. We can control yes. what we feel about ourselves. 
Most definitely. And one thing you said about fear, if we can just get rid of the fear, you know, that's more than half the battle. A lot of people are afraid, are afraid of even changing their lifestyle. You know, they've been brought up a certain way. And now you want me to change where I was taught to eat. But if you change where you eat, you're changing where you think. And mm -hmm. that's the beauty of it. And I see that in what you're saying today. You know, and it's not an easy road that you're on. You know, you know, it's not an easy road, but it's a road that's worth traveling. That I do believe. I appreciate that. <laughs> I do believe. Oh, most definitely. Let's talk about your, your store, Stabie's Daughters. My, my daughter actually ordered products from your store. And I ordered, uh, I ordered the Seamoss um, yesterday. But talk about the products you have there and why it's so, why your products stand out from the rest. Well, I want to believe that the journey that I took with my father was not only exciting to me, but it was exciting to his clients and, and those that I, I got to meet and the clients that I have now. Mm -hmm. Authenticity is very important. No filters, all organic. Purity tests that prove that the way we still process, the way I still process is the authentic way to do it. I'm not here to sell out to a manufacturer to have them do anything. I do not order from China. These are all organic products that come from the lands in which they're grown and they're manufacturing right in-house for you. And I always believe that the most natural things and the most, you know, beautiful things about uh, this world are found in nature, in nature's products. So I highlight these celebrities of the garden by offering you the best. Wow. And most people have to pay millions out there to get half of the quality. I believe that Sadie's Daughters wants to stand on that till my last day mm. to offer our communities the best. We don't always get it, but I want to give it to you because that's the way I was raised. Yeah. Traveling uh, is part of my life, making sure that the quality of our product stands high. But it's for our communities because we are at a lack of under, uh, understanding about our way of eating. We are in uh, communities that are under uh served yes. uh it, it, in in a lot of areas and i want to make sure this lack of education and nutrition are here for youth so save these daughters is a legacy brand but it is also what i've learned from my dad so he had that CMOS movement so i done turned it into lip gloss uh <laughs> lip balm <laughs> soap i put it in everything wow. uh and and you know so the products are 100% organic, and I want to continue to offer this level of, of beauty. Yes. This level of beauty and quality, and I love my clientele for believing in that for me. Mm, wow. Because they yeah. don't realize that I travel far to bring them back the goodness that I can. I don't, I don't know anything else, and I don't want to, and I don't think they want me to. Mm. I think they want me to stay true to this brand the way it is. Yeah. And so I work a lot. I yes. do work a lot, yeah. but it's for us. Yeah. See, I have to take it too. So Savie's Daughters in Atlanta, Georgia is dedicated to that high quality for our communities wow. in education and product. That is what I want to do. I want to know the end of my days that I'll be remembered for being kind and supportive for mm. all of us. <laughs> wow, that is so amazing. And this has been amazing. You've been amazing. You did not disappoint. <laughs> yeah, so many okay. nuggets. I can't wait to share some of the nuggets. But what but if someone were to come to you and let's say they're 
middle age and they have, they're overweight, they have diabetes, and they want to change their lifestyle. They're on a small budget. And sometimes people feel eating healthy is expensive. They feel that way for some reason. What would you tell this person? How would you help this person to improve her health or his health? First of all, I would tell them, forgive yourself for being lied to. <laughs> and, wow. I, you know, I always start my consultations with letting people tell me their truths about their food habits and behaviors. But one of the most important things to know is that that food list that's downloadable on my site is free to you. Okay. Start there. Start with one thing. Hmm. Start with a majority of learning about those vegetables and fruits. Go try some. Start small. Yes. Drink spring water. But forgive yourself and start making those small efforts to love yourself in this way. So the best gift I can give to a person is that food list hmm. because I grew up on it Wow! and just paying a little bit more attention instead of going to that fast food. How about if you start stop at a grocery store and find something out of there instead of finding it at the fast food, there's small changes we right. can start. And sometimes it's just basically, I want to do better and starting. Yes. Yes. Just, just starting one day at a time. One day at a time. Meatless Monday. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. That is great. Meatless Monday. Share yes. with your family. Make this a family affair or someone that's one of your biggest supporters to get you in. And I think that's something me and you have in common is that when you get your family involved, yes. then now you're accountable and uh, to them and they're to you yes. and you're on a journey of well-being. Oh, most definitely. I think the greatest love you can give someone is health <laughs> you know and that's what my father gave me and i can't stop sharing it because uh, i appreciate it that is i definitely appreciate him wow is there anything else you would like to share kelly before you go today um the only thing i'd like to share is listen if you want to follow my platform please my instagram is Savies daughters llc um, and the Kelly Bowman. And of course, you can buy our products at SaveThesDaughters.com. And listen, join the fight for Dr. Savies Day so everybody can know about this wellness that we're talking about. Oh, most definitely. And listen, listen up for Dr. Savies Day, huh? That's coming, huh? Yes. That's coming. That is beautiful. So, Kelly Bowman, on behalf of Body Scope of New York, my nonprofit, and Six Weeks of Fitness, I truly want to thank you for coming on my show today. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Oh, you've been a pleasure to, to see, to listen to, and it will be a pleasure to share your wisdom as well. And to my listeners and my viewers, I want to thank you for tuning in as well. If you have any questions or comments for the show, please leave them below. And email me at vincent6weeks.com. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, we don't stop exercising because we grow old. We grow old because we stop exercising. I'm Kelly. <laughs>